Hi, I'm Meg. And I'm Bella. And we're the hosts of She Sober Sydney. We are This Naked Mind certified coaches who have each discovered that life is just so much better without booze. This podcast is for you if you're questioning your relationship with alcohol and you're looking for some positivity, love and support. Sharing our own vulnerabilities and stories helps us know we're not alone. So let's do this together. Hello, Meg. How are you? Hi, Bella. I'm good. I'm very excited that we're podcasting. Oh, my God. I am so excited um, that we've actually made it to episode one of our podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! It's been a long time in the making. Okay. So I think today, why don't we introduce who we are, um, talk a little bit about how we got here as women who no longer consume alcohol. Meg, I was, I was going to say sober women, but I got this vision of us looking a little too serious, <laughs> off-grid. Um, yeah, not us. It's not us at all, is it? No, no. So mainly this podcast is to give you someone to relate to and so you don't feel alone. Another option to get some love. We don't want to give advice or tell anyone what to do, but simply to share stories, normalize the struggle and help shake the stigma. Maybe some shared tips along the way. That's right. And we're still learning and we always will be. And this podcast gives us a chance to interview others, to hear other people's stories, talk to experts in the wellness industry, and perhaps in some small way, help change the way Australia thinks about alcohol. It's a ripple effect, isn't it? It sure is. Yes. And Bella and I met as coaches in training. We both had our own alcohol-free adventure a few years previously and found that the This Naked Mind process resonated for us both. That's right. And we'll touch on our stories a little bit in a second. So we're This Naked Mind coaches, but we're also other things too. I have qualifications in counselling, for example. And I have nutrition qualifications. That's right. And it's safe to say on behalf of both of us that we incorporate other recovery principles in our own lives and with our clients too. Yes, for sure. So this Naked Mind is science-based. Uh, it's a science-based approach focusing on neurological and cognitive behavioural changes that can lead to amazing mindset shifts in relation to use of alcohol. It focuses on people's beliefs and thoughts that underpin problematic behaviors, behaviors, sorry, around alcohol use with the goal that we just quite literally don't want to go near alcohol anymore. So you no longer believe it serves you and no willpower is needed to get to that spot. And on top of this, there is amazing physiological work that you can do out there that relates to things like your nervous system, nutrition, breath work, meditation. Gosh, so there's so much to talk about, which is why I love that we're doing this podcast. Absolutely. So try what works for you 100% and take what works for you as you see fit. In fact, take bits of everything that's out there and apply however you like, whether it's AA principles or your favorite AA meeting group, sober Instagram, sober podcasts, Quitlet, 
so many online communities, all of it's fabulous. And we recognize everyone has their own way of recovering and we fully embrace having as many options for people to choose from out there as possible. 100%. So over the next few weeks, we're going to do a deep dive into our personal stories. But Meg, how about we just start with a light overview about our sober journeys um, and what led us becoming coaches? Are you okay to kick us off first? For sure. Yes, I am. Excellent. Okay. Well, my um, drinking story didn't start till I was 18, which is somewhat unusual, Mm. uh, just being that most teenagers have a drink before then. Um, But I did suffer from severe anxiety before then. And part of that anxiety was not wanting to drink, I think. So it wasn't until I was 18 and then I had a drink and um, basically self-medicated for quite a few years after that. Uh, and I will go into much more detail of that next in the next podcast. Uh, but, you know, I went, I had three kids. I stopped drinking through, you know, each time I was pregnant. Um, and then I found friends that were mums and uh, it was a great excuse to have a drink because we deserved it, you know. Mm. Um, And that, you know, brought me up to a few years ago, maybe four years ago when I decided to have a break and I didn't really uh, think about how long that would be for, Mm. Uh, but I threw myself into the sober online communities. Uh, I did try AA for a few months and I did really enjoy it. Mm. Um, I really liked the people, the stories, uh, just the community, I guess, was the main thing I liked. Um, so that time round, I stopped for four months and that was over Christmas and, you know, I did really well. And then just one day in February, I went to a barbecue and picked up a drink and there I was back on it again. Mm. Uh, and that took me into COVID, which was mm. a great excuse to drink. Yeah. Um, but the whole while my anxiety was getting worse and then I'd sort of drink to stop the anxiety. So it just got to a point where every day was uh, stressful just in that just constant feeling of fight or flight Mm. Um, and and just a horrible cycle that I wasn't even looking forward to having a drink anymore. It was just something I just knew I I was going to do to stop the bad feelings, but I wasn't enjoying it. And so it was 2021 by this point, probably about August. I thought, right, I've had enough. Um, I, I kind of, so I didn't have a typical rock bottom rock bottom that sort of made me decide that it was mm. more of many <laughs> many many <laughs> many little bumps yes yes uh so i had been listening i'd still been listening to my quit lit and you know the books on audible when i went for walks and things and i had my this naked mind by annie grace mm. uh and i hadn't i hadn't actually read it but I must have Googled it and I found the live alcohol experiment that she runs. Mm. And the one I did had seven coaches over seven days for a month. Uh, so September 1st, I started and 
I really, I just loved the community from the get-go. I felt like I'd found my place where I was Mm. meant to be. Uh, And I think about day four, there was a coach came on from Australia and I thought that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do what she's doing. So um, I did the the month course. I reached out to her and I um, happened, it happened to be around the time of a intake for new coaches with this naked mind. Mm. So I signed up um, and that, that didn't start till the beginning of 2022, but I was that in October 21, I was just really excited about that, that you know, really kept me pumped. And I, we started a Facebook group, I think. So Mm. I met you virtually and um, the others, which was just so exciting to have such a big, nice group of people doing exactly what I was going to do as well. Uh, And that's pretty much led, led me to here right now. So very grateful for however I found that and, (laughs) you know, serendipity, I guess. Yes, for sure. Um, and then I did eventually read this Naked Mind, um, <laughs> but that was once we started training. Yeah. So it was a bit of a joke, wasn't it, with the Aussies? I'm like, I'm going to read it. I've got. Oh, <laughs> but, but Meg, yeah. do you credit you'd done all of the detailed coaching work? So and you know, as and you're also you were delved really deep into all of the subject matter as part of the live oh, alcohol for experiment. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So and you, I think, yeah. Well, I think looking, reading the book, I knew it all. I'd probably mm. Google, I'd probably read everything Annie Grace had put out there over the last few years anyway. Yeah. So it was literally just, I wanted to say, I've read the book cover to cover. <laughs> I, I like to have a list. I like to tick it off. Uh, but definitely I'd, um, I absolutely loved what she had to say and it's made all the difference. Yeah. Um, but my journey's also been very emotional as in that I'm just driven by just feelings and um, just I just know that this is where my passion in is and I feel I've been on this path for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and now the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. Oh, that is so good to hear, Meg. I love it. Thank you. And so your business is up and running. It's got an awesome name. Would you like just to talk a little bit little bit about where we can find you and who your clients are. Yes, for sure. So my business is called Glass Fulfilled mm-hmm. and the website is glassfulfilled.com.au. Uh, my Instagram is the same name and you can find that on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, my niche or my niche, <laughs> some people say, uh, is <laughs> Probably, well, predominantly women my age, because, you know, that's what I know. Mm. Anxiety is a huge thing. Uh, Anyone that's feeling that will probably resonate with my story. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So my kids are getting older, maybe women with kids getting older, a bit more time to yourselves. Mm. Uh, I was feeling unfulfilled. So helping people find meaning and passion in their life and obviously Mm. giving up uh, or pausing on alcohol, which has Mm. become a problem. So, and obviously as you are open to anyone, you know, that wants to reach out to me, Mm. but yeah, I think um, that's kind of, that's who I'll be aiming it at. 
Thank you so much, Meg. You know, I've got so many questions that I could ask, but I'm going to save them up for next the next podcast we awesome. do. Awesome, yes. But, you know, as we both know, um, the the journey or the experience to becoming alcohol-free is not just about the alcohol. It, it is all about the underlying issues that we face as being Mm-hmm. humans or for us women in this world and it uncovers yep. all of the things about our confidence mm-hmm. um, parenting self-doubt you touched on anxiety I mean it's there yep. is just so much here isn't there absolutely and I know I couldn't have done this podcast during whilst I was drinking I probably could if I had a drink yeah. <laughs> to give me confidence but it's amazing that um, this last year without it has just my anxiety's just dropped to minimal wow. levels so wow that's incredible huge difference yeah. yeah yeah well thank you and now Bella we'd love to hear a bit about you and what's brought you to this point uh, and where who where your specialty will be Ah, uh, thank you, Meg. Um, God, I was just thinking that um, what well, wind back three, four years ago, I would never have thought that I would be a counselor and a coach, um, yeah. helping people kick the booze. I never yeah. thought that that would be something that I would be doing. Amazing! I know, amazing. Yeah. Me but- too. Absolutely love it. Can so, I just say yeah, before you yeah, start one you thing about that? Yeah. Just that our a part of our qualification <laughs> is having had the experience. Yes. And the story. <laughs> and sometimes people look at me as though, how can you be doing this? And it's like mm. because we've lived it. Yeah. And yep. we just know how good it is to get to the other side. And I agree 100 percent Meg. Um so I'm I'm just going, I'm not going to zoom past all the the juicy details, but I will say that I did have my first sip of alcohol with my friends at the age of 14. Um, and I don't think that's too uncommon with the youth in Australia. Not at all. Yeah. And I absolutely do remember that that first sip made me feel really confident, really happy, really normal. Um, and it was all wrapped up in issues of wanting to belong and fit in and confidence. Yeah. So, of course, I had to do a lot of work on those issues in my later life when I was becoming alcohol free. Um, <laughs> yep. So I went to university. I became a lawyer and I was a litigation lawyer for 15 years. And during the last part of that, I was married and had... Uh, two amazing stepdaughters who are now um, 21 or, and 24 and they came into my life when they were super, super young and I then had two sons, two kids, um, they're only 15 months apart and I really found it difficult at the end of my legal career to juggle family life and mm. my career. Um, uh, particularly those moments when I had to leave the kids at school. I've got an elder son that um, at that time suffered from quite severe separation anxiety. And I was that mum that had a screaming kid being sort of pulled off her by the teacher 
and I was in tears. Um, mm, that's so hard. So hard. And then it was really hard to jump in the car and switch into work mm. mode. I just, I oh, yeah. you know, and I all credit to the women out there that can. Amazing, amazing. And I could for some of the time, don't get me mm. wrong, but um, it really made me anxious and nervous as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I did leave law, I left burnt out, stressed, um, and with a great big sigh of relief <laughs> that that was over and I could really just spend a bit of time with my kids and at home. Mm. And then I leapt into <laughs> mummy wine culture with <laughs> wild abandonment, with open arms and uh, at the start, I really loved it. I really loved that I had found a community of amazing women. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that was also tied into belonging and fitting in, you know, that was very reminiscent of those early years when I was having my first sips of alcohol in um, mm. high school. But I'm very lucky to live in a small community here with great, amazing women and all of us loved connecting um, in those moments when our kids were at school and for a long time, you know, for the first time in a long time, we had mm-hmm. some opportunity to be able to catch up over lunches, charity functions. Um, we went out to comedy nights, dinners, all the things. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I think I was drinking at the same pace and then I started to overtake them <laughs> and, not to really get into it in too much detail now, but I was one of those people that hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and it, things got pretty dark and sad and dangerous there for mm. a little while. And I probably had a few of those and I found myself um, in a really clear fork in the road where I had to choose um, a life that was going to be, I think a train wreck that was heading very quickly for a crash mm. um, or one that enabled me to slowly untangle myself from the grips of alcohol and to live the life that I knew that I could lead. Mm. Um, I never lost hope there. I could always see that it was there. And, you know, probably like many, many people, I looked like I had a really good life from the outside. I looked good on paper Um and I was turning up, doing all the things. I was really, really happy, mm. but it was hiding what was really happening behind closed doors. Um, and the alcohol was escalating rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. And I really had to do something about it. Yeah. I so relate to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think many, many people could. And, yeah. um, you know, I, thankfully lived in a time where I was able to do some Googling around alcohol and there were just amazing online options out there. So thank God for Quitlit. Yes. <laughs> um, and I gobbled them up um, really rapidly. Holly Whittaker, Catherine Gray and Annie Grace and her amazing programs that were there online and her podcasts. Mm. Um you know, I can remember just driving around I know, or walking the dog and I'd put on those podcasts and hear stories of women just like you and I who had different backgrounds but had this common battle with alcohol and it was so empowering, intriguing, 
all the things just to be able to listen to those stories made me feel like I could do it. Um, and much like you, the This Naked Mind um, method really resonated for me because it had those key things of showing me a path that, and with tools and techniques that if I was able to follow, I could pull myself out of the hole that I was in. It was telling me that I was not broken, that it wasn't my fault, but it was my responsibility to start doing mm. some work. Um, and it also, um, and I think this sort of came across through the podcasts, I was able to learn that I could still, as an alcohol-free alcohol person, still go out, socialise, um, and live a really full and happy life. And there were examples of people, you know, alongside Annie Grace um, out there and all of her amazing coaches that showed that an alcohol-free life is actually the life that I wanted and it looked yeah. more fun. Absolutely. And you know what? That's yeah. what we're here to show other people and we can tell you it is not boring. It's not lonely. No. It can be amazing. Yeah. It yeah, is amazing. It, it can be. And um, that's exactly where I got to this point where I now live as, you know, a really loud alcohol-free life, just as loudly as I lived one that consumed alcohol. And I am just so excited for all of the podcasts that we get to do together, Meg. And I'm, and I'm also um, really happy that we're able to do this in our midlife because it makes this stage of our life going forward, one that I'm really excited to have and to, you know, I can, I feel like I've never looked better. I've never felt better. And there's such great purpose and fulfillment in my life now. Um, you know, what, what, I'm not saying that I was devoid of that in the years that have gone um, past, but just that I'm really excited about where it's all heading now. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same. So this is really exciting for us. Uh, can you let tell us a bit about your niche? Absolutely. So like you, I welcome all clients who would like some support um, when it comes to reducing their alcohol intake, whether that just be by a little bit or if they want to take a pause for a month um, when they just, they really know that they're keen to go alcohol free. Um, and I must, and I, this is probably the same as you, but um, you know, we've also got clients that are alcohol free, but want to continue the support um, in continuing on with that lifestyle. So at the moment I work with women in midlife who are suffering burnout and stress. They're doing all the things, juggling work, uh, and parenting, and they're just drinking too much. They're waking up feeling tired. It's starting to increase their grey area drinkers, essentially, and they know that it's um, taking more from their life than what it's giving. Yeah, for sure. And where can we find you? Um, I am isabellaferguson.com.au, so Isabella Ferguson Coaching, Counselling and Coaching, and from there, you can find my Instagram and Facebook links. So my Instagram is Let's Talk Alcohol Australia and also Kids and Alcohol. Um, and that's that's the other thing that I'm really passionate um, at the moment about is 
uh, talking to parents about how they can have the conversation about alcohol with their kids. Yeah. Um, but Meg, I just, I really just want to say that um, doing this podcast, working in this line of work that we're doing is so important and exciting. And I'm really fun to be doing this with you. Yeah, I'm so excited too. Woohoo! It's going to be amazing and we can't wait for the journey and to bring everyone yeah. along with us and um, we'll have some question time and all sorts of things, interview people, talk together. So it's going to be really, really good. Absolutely. And the things we're going to learn along the way. I love totally. it. Totally. Yes. Yep. Yep. Awesome. We'll see you next time for, I think we'll go into my story first because I won the coin toss. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Don't know if I won it or I lost it, but yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I cannot wait, Meg, because I know that, um, I think I know all the major points of your story, but I may not know all of it, um, mm. all of the details. So I, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to hear all awesome. about well, look the nitty gritty. Yes, there's <laughs> a lot of nitty gritty. I think it'll take a few podcasts for all our nitty gritty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to uncover. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Meg, enjoy the rest of your day and let's chat. Down Thanks, Bella. Yeah. Alrighty. We will see you soon. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye.